You're listening to The Savvy Social Podcast, a weekly show that explores social media marketing strategies that help business owners create connection and build community by focusing on manageable tasks that actually make a difference to your business goals. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode number 81 of the Savvy Social Podcast. This show is brought to you by Social Report. Social Report is the world's most complete social media management tool and it's my tool of choice when it comes to things like scheduling, managing, and especially reporting on social media. You can try them out for yourself for free by going to socialreport.com. Now, today's guest is Kara Chase, and just a little background, uh, my husband and I did a road trip in 2015 out to the West Coast and back, and uh, we stopped uh, in Portland on the way and met Kara. It's just one of those opportunities where we can meet our internet friends, IRL, aka in real life. And uh, Kara and I have stayed connected over the years, and she's just a fantastic human being. And in this particular episode, we talk all about Pinterest strategy. Now, for those of you who don't know Kara, Kara Chase is the creator of Pinterest Power Up, which is a Pinterest marketing membership, and she's the owner of Chase Digital, a Pinterest marketing agency. She started in social media in 2011 by managing 13 million fans across 17 social media accounts for a worldwide band. Since then, she's gone on to discover what makes a fantastic digital marketing strategy for online entrepreneurs and loves to teach how Pinterest fits into that strategy. She loves nothing more than teaching developed business owners, except maybe a good book and one more cup of coffee. And in this episode, Kara and I talk about where to start when it comes to creating your Pinterest strategy, how to consider your customer's buying journey, the best types of pins for online entrepreneurs. You guys will love that one. Where to start using promoted pins, which is something that I started using and I'm loving, and how to use data to figure out what to pin. Before we dive into the interview, though, a little bit of a recap and an opportunity to work one-on-one with Kara. So last week was our LinkedIn Jumpstart Challenge. It was amazing. You guys are so smart. Um, I loved seeing the growth and the success that you guys uh, saw on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm recording this before our live Q&A session, which happened on Saturday. Uh, But you guys rocked it. And there's at least two people who I want to (laughs) hire after seeing their Uh, transformations on LinkedIn because they offer incredible services. So that was amazing. Our next opportunity in the school is actually just only for Savvy Social School members, and it's an opportunity to work with Kara. So she's coming in live on February 11th. So that's February 11th. That's going to be at 3 p.m. And she's going to coach us. She's got a bit of a training happening on Pinterest. So she's going to go deeper into some of the topics we cover here. But it's uh, set up like a Q&A coaching style session. Uh, so this is your opportunity to get really specific about how Pinterest can help you specifically. And then also, if you're wondering if Pinterest is even a good option for you, definitely join that session. I specifically mentioned to her that we've got quite a few podcasters in our community, and I'd love to see some kind of direction for us podcasters out there. So this is an exclusive offer only for Savvy Social School members. It's included in your membership. There's no extra fees if you're a member. If you are not a member, why not? I'd love to see you there. Uh, So send me a message on Facebook, 
Instagram or LinkedIn. I'm at online Drea everywhere. And let me know if you're interested in joining this session. I may have a special thing that I can do for you. Uh, just, but just for this session, just for this one time, um, send me a message. I'd love to kind of invite you in, give you a sneak peek on what the school's all about. All right, let's dive into this interview with Kara Chase. Hey, Kara, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to talk to you and dig into everything because I know how awesome Pinterest can be, but I know a lot of our listeners may not even know where to start. So we're going to clarify all of the amazing Pinterest things today, but I want to start back at the beginning uh, because you have an interesting kind of beginning story with your kind of you were the social media manager for Megadeth like what tell us I know it's so crazy so even before that I had a completely different career I was recruited out of college as a special agent for the government and I spent 10 years in criminal investigations and law enforcement and it was obviously very analytical very data driven that worked with my brain super well but as you can imagine Working for the government is probably the most uncreative thing you could possibly do with your life. So somewhere along the line in the 10 years that I was with the government, I started realizing how stifled I felt and how creative I actually was and just, you know, decided at some point, this is not how I wanted to spend the next 20 years of my life. And so I left with no plan, totally cut to a different scene end up working for the band Megadeth, was their social media manager, started their Instagram, like crazy, crazy couple of years. And it was the first time in my life that I saw how creativity could lead to success. So uh, previous to that, I'd always heard the things about the starving artist cliche and being analytical and left brain was the only way to be successful. And when I became the social media manager for Megadeth and all of the things that I did with that, um, I was in charge of that creativity and that thinking outside of the box, um, interfacing with fans, being the bridge to the band, working with Universal Music to come up with really cool campaigns, all that kind of stuff. And the more creative I got, the more successful it was. Um, so that really started me down the uh, marketing journey because I realized how good I was at marketing because I was able to blend that data-driven mindset with creativity. And so, yeah, when you and I first met years ago, I was doing all things digital marketing. I was doing social media. I was building websites. I was doing blogging, just kind of getting my feet wet with being an entrepreneur and my own business owner. And then after a couple of years, I really realized how much I loved Pinterest marketing specifically, not only for myself, but the returns that I saw for my clients. So I chose to niche and deep dive into everything I could possibly figure out for Pinterest. Um, and that's where I'm at today. I love that story. And I love how you talk about um, kind of like the, the illusion of being this starving artist and you can't be too creative or else. And I actually right. think a lot of um, opportunities in today's world come from a creative space. I mean, I think about something like the YouTubers 
YouTubing wasn't even a jab 10 years ago. Right. And now people like make their whole living off of creating videos. It's wild. Yeah, it's definitely a different conversation now than it was when we were growing up way back when, before, I mean, pre-Facebook, pre-all of that kind of stuff. We grew up with this generation of you go to school, you excel, you get the grades, you go to a good college, you jump through the hoops, you're academic, you're left brain, all of that kind of stuff, and that's how you get through life, and you do a career that you do for 20, 25 years. And the world has changed exponentially, but we still have all those old stories in the back of our head from our parents and what we took in as kids. So yeah, it's been quite the awakening for sure. I love that. So let's shift gears into Pinterest since that's kind of your expertise now, which I love. And for those of you listening, as I mentioned in the intro, Karen and I are collaborating on some awesome Pinterest things. So definitely check that out. But I know that from a user perspective, when you first sign up to Pinterest, especially as a business or a creative, it can feel a little overwhelming. So what's something that we need to understand about Pinterest before we start trying to use it as a tool to grow our business? Yeah, absolutely. So there is a definite shift from using Pinterest as a user and using it to market your business. And this funny thing happens to us as business owners when we start quote unquote marketing is we get that like salesy, skeezy thing going on and you get super awkward and you're like, but here's what I do, buy it. Like you miss all these steps about being human and thinking like your audience. So one of the first things you have to understand is Pinterest is not another portfolio for your services or products. That will all happen naturally if you do your strategy correctly. But I see a lot of business owners go, great, I've heard awesome things about Pinterest and getting traffic to my website, so I'm going to put up pins for all of my products or all of my services and call it a day and, oh, Pinterest isn't working, right? It's, it's not a portfolio. So the very first thing you have to understand is that it's a visual search engine. It is much more like Google than it's like Instagram. It functions on keywords, And I have a phrase that I use all the time. I say keywords get you found, but graphics get you clicked. So if you take one thing away from this podcast, it's that you've got to have your keywords done correctly, like any SEO strategy, and you've got to have good graphics because that's what entices people to click through to find out more. If you know nothing else, graphics and keywords. That's so good because I think that we go into Pinterest almost thinking of it like a visual platform like Instagram and it's mm-hmm. so different. Um, right. Even if you take something similar from Instagram to Pinterest, the strategy behind it needs to work for Pinterest. You can't just post the same thing. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so the yeah. other thing that I want to touch on is this whole idea of shifting your mindset and you want to really think about way, way early on in your customer's buying journey because that's where Pinterest hits people. It hits people when they're planning, when they're gathering ideas, when they're looking for inspiration. And so I've had this conversation with um, Pinterest Power Up members and clients before where they're like, well, I do business coaching. And so how do I put up a pin to get clients? It's like, wait, wait, slow your roll. Hang on a sec. 
the think about how you use Pinterest. Do you go on Pinterest to look to hire a business coach? No. You're going on Pinterest because you're trying to solve a problem that you want to get better at. You're aspiring to be better in some way. So your client, if you're a business coach, they've probably identified that they have a problem or something they need to solve way, way back in how do I, how, how do I be more productive? How do I get more on my to-do list done? How do I plan some goals? How do I hire like all of these way back <laughs> in identifying that they have a problem that they want to solve? Then your job as the business coach is to provide them with valuable, informative content that helps them solve that problem and get to know you, get on your website, get on your email list, and then you build the relationship from there. So how does Pinterest work with the rest of our digital marketing strategy? How does it fit in with the other elements of our digital marketing strategy? Yeah, great question. So Pinterest at its core, like I said, is a visual search engine. And the way that it works best is to drive traffic to your website. So the longevity of a pin is... I mean, exponential compared to all other digital marketing. My most popular blog post is a post that I wrote in 2015. We're closing out 2019 right now, and I still get traffic and email signups every single day from that post from four years ago. And when you compare that to other social media, it's just not even the same thing. So with Pinterest, you've got to think in terms of evergreen versus launch. That's a big difference with other digital marketing. And you have to incentivize people to come through to your website. And the way that works the best for Pinterest is by offering content upgrades, lead magnets, freebies to get on your email list. Yes, you can absolutely sell products and services, but the way I have seen in my experience that whole funnel with digital marketing work the best for Pinterest is really good, valuable content that your audience is looking for, giving them something for free so they can get to know, you know, how good of an expert you really are and what you're providing and your style and your brand voice and all of that. Um, and then it goes into the rest of your funnel, like the email marketing, the retargeting for ads if you do paid advertising. Pinterest can be a huge resource for retargeting. Um, if you're advertising on Facebook, Instagram, or any other platform, YouTube. So it fits in from the perspective of, it's like nothing else I've ever seen for traffic to your website, but you have to understand that it's, you need to think evergreen and you need to think about how you're going to take care of that traffic once it gets to your website. Mm. Okay. So you mentioned having this kind of content piece that leads into your funnel, like yes. a, a lead magnet or an ebook. So for those people who haven't developed one yet, or they're wondering what to put on Pinterest, is there a good place to start when, when looking at that kind of content? Like how should they figure out what to pin on Pinterest? Absolutely. So going back to being totally data driven by nature, um, or at least part of my nature, I always start with Google Analytics. So I go to Google Analytics before I go to Pinterest Analytics because I want to know what are my top landing pages on my website? 
um, what are the keywords people are searching for when they come to my website from Google? Um, you know, if you don't have any content yet and you're brand new, you probably should fill in the blanks of talking to your ideal client and finding out what they're looking for. This is like way back, you know, business coaching 101 before you get to the marketing. But I always start with Google Analytics because I want to know what those top traffic drivers are. What are some pieces of content that are getting a lot of traffic from other digital marketing, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or email marketing or something else you're doing? Because it can be overwhelming for a business owner. Say you already have 100 blogs under your belt. When you think about, I'm going to start a Pinterest strategy, people stop themselves and they get overwhelmed because they think, oh my gosh, I have to create a pin graphic for 100 blog posts. You're never going to do it. You're never going to carve out that time to sit down and create 100 pin graphics and get started on Pinterest. So start with the smart data of what matters most to your audience and what are people actually looking at first. Maybe you probably have like a top five. Start there. Um, and the earlier you can get pins up on Pinterest, the better because it is a slow burn platform and it takes a while for pins to get seated in the different news feeds correctly. So for anyone who has a product-based business, um, does the same strategy work for them if they're selling products and not digital services or, or digital products? So I have a whole, this is great. I have a whole blog that's like 10 funnel ideas for product sellers that I'll send you the link for. Um, but you can absolutely, if you're an e-commerce seller, it's not about here's, here's this free PDF thing. It's getting people on your email list for a discount um, or buy one, get one free. There's all sorts of other types of e-commerce marketing funnels that you can absolutely use with Pinterest. And in that blog, I go over 10 different ideas for online store owners. Yay, I'm excited to look at it for myself, and I'll put the link in the show notes for those listening. Um, one of the questions I get often is for podcasters. So there's kind of this rise in uh, podcasters looking at SEO, especially for Google, but also for Pinterest and what types of things they should be pinning. So do you think it's a good strategy to pin your podcast episodes on Pinterest? Yes, absolutely. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've gone onto Pinterest to look for the roundup type posts where it's like, here's the top 10 um, female entrepreneur podcasts to listen to or girl boss, although I don't particularly like that term, but people do use it for keyword reasons. Um, or here's the top entrepreneur podcasts or whatever it is. If you have specific industry, like you have social media marketing, there are people that are looking for social media marketing tips and ideas on Pinterest. Of course, they're looking for things like content calendars and swipe files and stuff like that. If you have a podcast on something specifically, the keywords is what's going to make it come up. So it's just as valid of a strategy for Pinterest as it is for Google or any other search engine. But people really do like those roundup posts, um, lists, so to speak, from um, different pin graphics, like top 10 podcasts, whatever. The other thing that you can start incorporating at this point is the um, audiogram videos with the captions. Videos right now do not get a lot of click-throughs to websites. So if you are going to 
um, they get really high impressions, but the way the pin functions as a video is different than a normal pin. And I'm not going to get into all of that, but um, it will get a good number of impressions and it's going to function like a brand awareness more so than a traffic driver. So I wouldn't make that the core of your strategy for podcasting, but it's definitely worth throwing, you know, a pin up there that's an audiogram with captions um, for every podcast you do. It just shouldn't be the bulk of your content. Very interesting. And the video is a, is a relatively new addition to Pinterest, right? Video pins? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, um, you know, like they roll out everything else that came out for, you know, just a few people and then everybody. Um, and now you can do it both from your phone and your desktop. You know, they've kind of unveiled piece after piece after piece. Um, you can promote videos um, for promoted pin campaigns. So whether it's traffic, conversions, brand awareness, whatever type of paid campaign you're doing, you can now use a video pin as your ad asset. Um, and Pinterest has come out and said, like, we, we love video. We're going to show your videos at the top of search results. Um, the issue that I've found as a marketer is that you, you can't just tap through. When you tap on a video, it just pauses and plays it. So as a business owner, it's like, great, like I'm getting a bajillion impressions, but people aren't coming through to my website. So consider that. It, it simply would be for brand awareness if you're going to do it. Okay, interesting. And you've mentioned promoted pens a few times. So yes. I'd like to end talking about that a little bit. Um, when should we consider adding a promoted pin strategy to our Pinterest strategy? And what are some of the mistakes that people make when they start promoting pins? Yeah, absolutely. So promoted pins, if you don't know, that's just paid advertising on Pinterest. So they have a lot of different functionality I'll touch on briefly. But for me, I will consider promoting a pin when it's going to something that's the minimum of an email address as far as a goal. So there are some people that will promote a pin for every single piece of content they put out, whether that's a blog or, or whatever. I only like to spend money when I have a very specific goal, like I'm getting an email address, like I'm getting somebody to buy a tripwire, you know, something like that. Um, so I would consider doing promoted pins once you have a really great working lead magnet funnel going. Then it's going to kick your list building strategy into overdrive. So, uh, mistakes, I wouldn't say mistakes, but I would say things that maybe people don't know that promoted pins can do is you can do kind of all of the same retargeting that you can do on Facebook. You can upload your email list. You can retarget people that have visited specific pages on your website. So say I wanted to retarget just people that have landed on my um, sales page for Pinterest power up. I could do that. All of that kind of nitty-gritty targeting is available to you for paid advertising on Pinterest. But what you need to know is that if you're considering a promoted pin strategy, set all of that up early because it will take them a little while to populate all of those audience retargeting um, functions that you have access to. Ooh, that's good to know. And anyone who's listening, if you've got a Facebook ad strategy, you have to be doing Pinterest at the same time. Like that's the easiest thing to just get started with because you've already got all of those audiences created on Facebook. So why not do it on Pinterest too? 
Yeah, super fun. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about Pinterest Power Up. And I have a specific question about why you chose membership versus course, but tell us what it is. And then yeah, let's dive into it. Yeah, so Pinterest Power Up is the first Pinterest marketing membership that's designed for online entrepreneurs. So we don't get into a lot of brick and mortar stuff. It really is for people that are doing products or services online because Pinterest connects to your website. That's how it functions um, from a business perspective when you're marketing. So this is a membership where depending on the level that you're at, you have two different options for joining. So there's a basic membership which gives you instant access to our entire training library on everything from best practices to graphics to building those lead magnets and opt-ins to email marketing. We go into all of these complementary um, industries and how-tos around Pinterest marketing because my whole thing is it's not enough to put up 20 pins a day and sit back and wait for the money to roll in. Pinterest is the start of your marketing funnel. So I have found Pinterest to be the best way to get traffic to my website and into my funnel, but there's a whole nother, you know, underneath the, the tip of the iceberg, what has to happen in your business. And so, yes, it's a Pinterest marketing membership, but it goes into your entire marketing funnel after they get there from Pinterest. So the VIP level is simply uh, people that need mastermind and group coaching time with me. I love that. So uh, as I mentioned in the intro, I don't teach Pinterest anymore because it needs its own separate thing. It's not the same as the social social media. So if right. you're interested in getting started, I know that you also have like a mini roadmap. Is it a training that people can kind of start with their Pinterest journey? Yeah, so my main opt-in lead magnet is the Pinterest success roadmap, and that's a freebie for anybody to join. And it is step-by-step, step, literally from signing up for Pinterest to your very first promoted pins campaign. Um, so it's free for everybody and a great way to get started if you just have no idea where to start. Awesome. So I'm going to put the links to all of those in the show notes. Guys, definitely check them out. Um, and we're going to be doing some awesome kind of collaborative things coming up yes. that we're really excited about. Um, so thank you so much, Kara, for joining us on the show today. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. For links and additional resources, visit our website, SavvySocialPodcast.com. And before you go, I want to invite you to access our free course. Yes, 100% free. It's the best way to jumpstart your social media strategy this year. You can find it at OnlineDrea.com slash free. That's all for this week. Bye for now.